0: Lucas, it's Scott from Click Consult. How are you? I'm not
1: bad, not bad. Good to hear you.
0: Thanks very much for taking the time to uh, agree to an interview with us and uh, for giving us some feedback, obviously, as we move to more benchmark. We're we're looking forward to uh, getting a bit more content on the site and um, and trying to hear a few people's thoughts. So um, I'm just going to run through a couple of quick questions, um, just looking at the challenges that uh, brands face in terms of SEO and search. Um, a little bit about some of the metrics that you like to use, um, okay. and things that you feel that are important, that are perhaps quick wins. So I've just got six questions here. So if I just um, start off by asking you, sort of, what are the challenges that face brands when it comes to SEO, and how important is it, do you think, to um, work with experts and agencies to get the most from your strategy? Okay, dog. Um, so what are your thoughts on that as a first question?
1: Um, okay, so um, if you're asking me about uh, brands to, should they or should they not work with uh, experts, my answer is that they should either uh, hire agencies slash work with experts uh, or consultants or start to build um, department in-house. And even if uh, they will have department in-house, very often there is a situation that uh, the brand will be using. Uh, external agency as, uh, as another part of many hands sure. can do this repetitive stuff uh, and, and also give uh, some, some expertise um, I think from my point of view as a person who was working for a long time as an in-house I think the most important is to be very clear when brand is working with agency what is a brand looking success. Sure. And uh, what are the KPIs? So I am um, quite skeptic if a brand is coming to agency or a consultant and is saying, uh, you know what, do me an SEO, because it sounds to me almost like make me rich.
0: Yeah.
1: You know. Um, uh, and I really respect um, uh, from one side brand and from other side agency, which are specialists in some spe- specific area. For example, you know, log analysis. I remember ten years ago like no one almost was doing this uh there yeah. was a french agency that we hired uh w- one of my uh, one of the web uh, employee I was working those days for uh hired and they, these guys came and it was it was amazing uh, it was uh uh really really deep knowledge about this one specific topic and that was those days very important for us to make sure that we understand how google body is so that way it will always be working. Our, for example, you know, content agencies that very often um, uh, have very well, um, very good relation between agency and the brand. But again, it can work for specific topics. I think one of the easiest topics to manage is like, uh, you know, uh, fashion or travel. Yeah. Uh, but there is lots of very difficult topics like, for example, you know, biotechnologies or or uh, low
0: things or, that are perhaps a little bit more niche
1: exactly and again you cannot just go and do blah um, ask uh, someone to write something blah 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 for for a search I and mean, because this is not we are not living in these days where people uh where engine where I mean, will be just taking this uh, and making the ranking that must be something engaging something that makes sense and written by someone who uh, who really know what uh, what he's writing about? Absolutely. So, as conclusion, I think you know we are. Um, if, if someone is specialist,
0: yeah,
1: then uh, potentially the demand will be higher. There are some agencies that are working with a very specific type of customer. So, for example, a medic website only agency, yeah, or a travel website only agency.
0: Sure. So,
1: I think that 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 uh, makes. Uh, perfect sense for them
0: to work with people that have obviously got um some sort of insight into that industry and it it leads on quite nicely actually because um i was wondering where you stand on the content versus technical seo debate is it about getting the balance right or do you think brands should move more budget and resources towards uh technical seo and how important is content still is it still king i think uh
1: that's my personal opinion obviously very subjective, but I think there is no sense to do any content campaign uh, uh, if you don't have uh, your technicality sorted point. Great. Sure. Uh, so you've got to have all that
0: running in the background to allow you yeah,
1: to. Yeah, it's, like, it's like you know, we would be uh, trying to you know, um, we would be we would be pumping the best petrol to the car that doesn't have wheels and doesn't have roof and you know doesn't have many many steering wheel and so on and so on we are surprised why this car is not going forward so it doesn't matter how good
0: the content is if if it can't be found and if it's not optimized well and things like
1: that i mean you know i wouldn't go that far because someone can say like look at you wrong i know the website is absolutely horrible slow and still ranking so you know um uh, there are some exceptions but but these exceptions are more or less uh, confirming the main trend. Yeah. Um, and, you know, uh, technical SEO, I have a, I, I'm obsessed about uh, the, um, <laughs> optimizing websites, about making them fast. And um, I have a uh, majority of my customers, they are patient and they understand that this is definitely important step. Uh, even if this is some somehow um, uh, a bit like a uh, hidden part that doesn't immediately bring in the background uh, differences, but you know, very often the scenario is that there, after a month or two or three days announcement, Google is saying like there will be an update in two days, and then boom, and I have like uh, my my dashboard in Semrush uh, 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 it's like all green because all these websites went up. And I'm saying then that it's definitely a part of the, the, the reason why this website went up is because we're working hard on something that may be not be immediately visible, but is uh,
0: crucial, critical, and and is a must. So it works away in the background, and it's obviously sort of chipping away to get that performance there. Exactly,
1: exactly. And you know, like, th- there is no chance that uh, people who are um, uh, not in SEO can do this, uh, technical optimization, the, the way how the seasoned SEO consultant or agency can do this, or in-house SEO team, obviously, uh, can do this. But then, once this is done, there is obviously uh, another thing, which is maintenance. Sure. Um, especially that, you know, sometimes we have migrations, sometimes uh, we have acquisitions, sometimes someone wants to close some sections of the website uh sometimes uh, e-commerce websites are loading by bulk uh thousands of products forgetting about the duplicated title tag or missing title tag or data description that is duplicated and so on and so on or like canonical tags that are pointed completely uh, nonsensical somewhere else than to 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 sell uh there is also like a question um about where um where put the most of the pressure, should that be categories or should that be product or should that be both in case of uh, e-commerce? So you know that's that is uh, that uh, lots lots of very um, important, uh, this highly detailed question that needs to be asked. Um, the business owners, the co- brands need to ask uh, agency or SEO consultant or in-house team.
0: Agreed, and I guess that obviously it's a two-way street because. You will um, you want to do that technical SEO, you'll want to do the proper keyword research before you hand that over to, to a content team to produce the content based on what is actually going to rank or, or what's got a, you know, a high search volume. So, um, yeah, it's very interesting. Absolutely.
1: Absolutely. And you see, um, it's very interesting how uh, search, which always been like a way of generating uh, traffic. Some people were saying free traffic when I don't agree that this is free traffic because you need to spend lots of resources to make this right. But what uh, is very interesting is that search right now in many cases is so deep in the mindset of of, brand, uh, of brands yeah. that some e-commerce for example e-commerce but there is like, plenty of other examples but e-commerce is very specific that the search demand can start determining what type of products I should bring to my shop.
0: Agreed. Yeah, definitely. Yeah.
1: So, so, so you know, uh, I don't know, the red cravat is much more po- popular than uh, blue tie. Yeah? Sure. Red Victorian cravat, let's say. That I'm just making this up. And then you have a very, very strong signal, very strong case, that uh, this product should appear in our uh, clothing shop because there is demand. People are looking for that. People want to buy this.
0: Absolutely.
1: You know, and the other example is like, back in the day, people were writing like, you know, top 10 uh, tools um, (coughs) that will mind, uh, that will blow you. top 10 uh, content tools that will blow your mind. Yeah. That's the title of article. That maybe is good to put into Open Graph, to put into T-Card, yeah? Let this oscillate somewhere on the social media, but for search, definitely is uh, typing as a key phrase, top 10 um, content tools, that will blow my mind. They will be writing best content tools 2019, or uh, exactly. tools I should use for content. Yep. And, and this is changing the, 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 the mindset. Obviously, you know, if 2019 should be there, then obviously this 2019 should not be in the URL, because next year you don't want to start from scratch. Uh, you want to have this URL. I remember back in the day I created page Bank Holidays, and this page was ranking uh, very well, yeah. and obviously <clears throat> I was just changing every year title tag to make sure that it's like 2018, 2019, yeah. 2020, 2021, but the URL was staying the same, okay. uh, because it was Bank Holidays without, uh, without the year there. yeah?
0: And that's it. I think it's updating that content, isn't it? And it's obviously you keep it fresh and like you say, it saves the job of, of, of starting over. You just sort of keep that page live, keep it ticking over and keep it ranking well for, for what are the key terms on, on that page. Um, Absolutely. And I guess this is going to become even more important as we move um, even closer towards fully automated voice search and, and as people um, use, use dialogue and, and use sort of abbreviated terms f- for the way they search because They just want quick answers to quick questions, perhaps.
1: That's uh, something that I will probably be completely on the other side, uh, because you mentioned uh, voice search, and I am I oh, try to be diplomatic. I am a very, very uh, moderate optimistic uh, optimist yeah. uh, it, it's about uh, voice search. aka I don't believe in voice search too much, to be honest, you know right, okay. uh, we, We're all talking about voice search. And you know, there is not much going on. I had uh, this question asked by Anton Churke from SEM uh, Rush, yep. and I was in Prague. And I was telling straightforward that I don't believe in voice search that much because, and I don't want to go too deep into this because this is not the topic of our main conversation, but uh, first of all, you know, uh, voice communication is. Completely unprivate in the public places, in office. It won't work in office. You know, talking to the computer, hundred people will be talking at the same time to the computer. It
0: will be such a noise. I I couldn't agree more. And I think something that we will have in that circumstance is that you you might be able to say, um, give me directions or tell me how much this costs or or a real simple search. But nobody's going to do their online banking via voice and nobody's going to do things that contain sensitive information and privacy. So there's always going to be that barrier. It won't be fully, you know, entrenched in the way we search.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, like, like you know, voice searches right now was uh, around 10 years. And uh, it, it still didn't uh, uh, took uh, the industries uh, uh, like a storm. It's still somewhat there, a bit gimmicky, many of them. Most of the time, I remember when my wife bought Alexa. We had this Alexa for a month. And I remember that was Harold Christmas and I was always asking either for Christmas song or I was asking some stupid questions. It was yeah. more, more like an entertainment for me. Absolutely. Something like, you know, I know that for example, you know, uh, you can order Uber through Alexa. I was never doing this because I'm absolutely fine with my mobile. And I remember when there was, uh, I think Alexa and Cortana can work together. And when I saw demo, then I was like even more skeptical because it post like something like the guy was like, okay, um, so Alexa, opened Cortana, and then was Alexa was opening Cortana, and then Cortana was trying to manage the calendar. Oh my gosh, I was like, I could do this three <laughs> times faster, you know.
0: It's too many steps when really you can yeah, just you it's, can it's find it cool. easily like, yourself. You
1: know what it reminds me? Google Glass.
0: Yeah, of course, I'm solving you know, a problem that was, may uh, not very, exist. Yeah, very
1: exciting content, uh, content, very uh, very exciting concept. But
0: again, it does not click. That's it. Do you need to read your emails right in front of your eyes in a pair of glasses, or can you just do it on your phone, as you know, ninety nine percent of the population currently do? So, yes, I agree. Um, in terms of you just mentioned Google Glass there, and obviously other sort of technologies, what what do you think the major developments will be um, in search as as this year ends? You know, post benchmark and and um, into twenty twenty, is there something? On the horizon other than voice search that you think is going to be a big uh, thing to look out for next year
1: so i think google is going to test more uh verticals that they may want to go in i remember 2013 march i think that was when they uh, entered uh, they bought that quote. they acquired and they entered the price comparison market uh, so they were up, um, showing their own offers for car insurance, travel and, and credit cards. But this uh, didn't click and uh, after a year uh, or a bit more than a year they closed this. Right now you can see that they are starting to show uh, job offers, a uh, um, couple of other verticals. So they will definitely be testing this, uh, so it's um, quite um, you know scary in some sense. Uh, for for brands that are operating in the same area, but again, it doesn't necessarily need to be successful. Price comparison is like a national sport yeah. in UK. This is the concept that works pretty much uh, like crazy in UK and only in UK. Europe, it somehow it doesn't click. I know that uh, you know I was born in Poland, and in Poland this concept is not that yeah. that kind of uh, popular. But uh, Google kind of. Didn't been able to, to, to generate substantial revenue and decided to close this. Uh, and it can be the same with, with other verticals. You know, Google Plus uh, is a good example that exactly. is never kind of picked up because it was not innovative enough. But Google will be trying to because they have a huge budget.
0: Yeah, I think they can and afford more than anyone else to to sort of, you know, we, we, we see that website, the killed by Google thing, you, you can see how many times they're trying to innovate and test and then ultimately they say, well, there's no market for it or there's no volume, so we, we'll just yeah. knock it on the head and then we'll try the next thing. So, and one day, another one of these things will land and, and it'll be part of our day-to-day day day to lives.
1: Yeah, so you see, um, it's um, a bit like we using Google for search but we're also using Google for image search, which is quite natural thing going, or uh, news, Google News we're using. Yeah. But lots of things didn't kind of click because, you know, that was not the way, um, uh, how we used to work. So that's one thing that will probably happen in the next few years. The second thing is that there will be definitely something with uh, Amps. I am uh, quite skeptical about Amps, Okay. A um, and P's, yeah,
0: yeah.
1: Uh, accelerated mobile pages. Yeah, because you're serving content kind of from cache of Google, so technically you can load all your web, all your pages there, part off your server, and it's still there. It's like you're giving control of your website to to Google completely.
0: Okay. Um,
1: I think we will definitely see lots of improvements around Google My Business uh, and uh, local SEO. Yeah, I am a big fan. This is something that makes me excited, okay? Yep. Google my business, I love it. I love it uh, as a part of strategy, um, broader strategy um, t- to help brands yep. um, and optimization around this. And so there will be more and more uh, improvements.
0: We've just but covered what's... a few things um, in terms of that. We've just covered a few things on our blog and a few things we've looked in because obviously we we, you know, on the same wavelength believe that Google My Business is big there and, and a lot of the things they're doing, the things they're testing in America and Canada, like scheduling the meetings and booking their appointments through it and, and becoming like a fully automated diary system and having having everything in that knowledge panel, in the knowledge graph, is obviously something that is, is a great resource if you can optimise it well enough for your business, especially in local search.
1: Absolutely. And you see, this is what makes Google so strong. They have... Um this ability to integrate acquire and integrate acquire and integrate so for example you know uh, they they acquired archim many 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 years ago and that become google analytics but yeah. then you know you can export reports as google sheet which is something absolutely natural why you would export this first to excel and then load back to google drive you know and there is plenty of plenty of this kind of elements that uh, as the puzzles work together so this is uh, and Facebook also is another example of great company that can acquire businesses and kind of plug into the infrastructure very well. Yeah. What What will not change is the the, the foundation, fundamental aspects of search. You know, whenever I'm seeing these old logos of Google from end of '90s, beginning of 2000, and I see some historical Serbs, and I see Serbs right now. Of course, yes, yeah, they change. They have a map, and they have a picture. They have a open, they have a knowledge graph, they have YouTube uh, results, and plenty of other things. We have Google Doodle and so on so but the concept, the foundations, the fundamentals are still the same. Type a keyword, we'll show you the results, and we'll do our best to make sure that these results are the best results you can expect. Uh, So, you know, there is uh, more and more differentiations between uh, keyword groups and intent. Today I was looking for uh, luxury, when you type luxury apartment in Marbella, yep. then you will see a holidays website. will presume that you want to go for holidays, but if you type luxury apartments in Marbella to buy, you will obviously see property portals.
0: Absolutely, so and it's differentiating that, um, the, the search query as it gets a bit more long tail, but. But like you say, it, it, it comes together with the presumed first choice of what they think people are looking for, especially at this time of year in the height of summer, people going on holidays.
1: Exactly. Uh, another uh, very tiny uh, difference, uh, but important, and that was not working that way a couple of years ago, and now it's working. A keyword SEO consultant yep. and SEO consultants. Uh, back in the day, that would be the same. Oh yeah, plural, who cookers. Now, Google knows that okay. when someone is typing SEO consultant, is probably looking for someone to join and to help with their organic search. When they write SEO consultants, maybe they're looking for a list of top 10 SEO consultants or advices from SEO consultants. It's completely different intent. The same with, you know, uh, credit cards. Yep. When you want to see offer and credit card, it's more like what, what the hell is that credit card? You know, uh, you would never write credit card uh, or rarely you would write credit card uh, people when you just want to see offers and you want to apply for credit card. It's always credit cards.
0: Sure. And in terms of search volume, do you think there's a danger that those two will get muddled in? Because we've read a few things recently about various tools. They're obviously starting to combine keywords. And, and, and do you think there's a danger there that? Uh, the volumes will look really high and actually the relevancy might not be there
1: yeah of course of course absolutely um you know credit cards is a keyword that uh, is just an example in our conversation but uh, what i'm trying to say is like you know more specific you are better results you will get however you cannot go too specific because then there will be no demand uh, like i said uh, before uh you know red. Uh, red uh, cravat, uh, red Victorian cravat, Uh, if there is a search volume, then yes, bring this product to your e-commerce. If there is no search volume, then even if you will be first, who cares, no one is typing this.
0: Absolutely. It's funny because you you mentioned back there then obviously the importance of analytics and, and what people look for in terms of keyword volume. Um, they obviously, the analytics tell the story behind every campaign. So at the end of our projects and the end of the projects you do for your clients, you obviously want to report back and say, look, this is the impact that this technical SEO, this content has produced on your site. What, um in just as a personal preference, what's your sort of favourite metric to track and what do you say to, to, to brands and businesses you need to be looking at this metric? Is it search visibility? Is it the number of backlinks to a site?
1: Um, so, that's a very interesting question. I could spend a long time to answer that, but a definitely mixture of uh, results, uh, metrics, sorry, uh, is what I'm looking for. Organic traffic, uh, I believe is split on, on brand, non-brand, yeah. and that can be done in analytics with keyword hero, that can... Uh, kind of inject data from Search Console inside the Google Analytics or directly from Google an, uh, Google Search Console uh, number of clicks. That's uh, that's what yeah. I'm looking for. Uh, I'm spending lots of time with Search Console so impression click rate yeah. and uh, clicks. Uh, so you have that that making four metrics. Um, the authority of uh, of the domain uh, to measure by. Majestic, so uh, trust flow, so citation flow, absolutely. the systematics uh, are, 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 are important for me. Search visibility, absolutely. Um, and, and then I'm looking also, you know, uh, pre-version of similar web, for example, can give you last three months estimated traffic. It's very, very interesting because very often the discrepancy is omitable and you generally can roughly know how much visit competitor have, um, and how much visit you have, you can start comparing this. I like a lot search visibility from search metrics. It's a like kind of industry yeah. standard uh, metric, uh, very abstract for non-SEOs, because I always have this question, so what is this, is this a traffic? Like, no, it's a kind of an index, a uh, search visibility, combination of search volume, uh, organic rate distribution model, and positions of each keyword. Absolutely. So, you know, and obviously, it, that's something
0: it, that moves, you know, moves forward because brands and businesses like to see that. But also, it helps you to sort of forward plan your predictions because you can sort of say, well, we're ranking for so many keywords. We want to go after these keywords and improving these sort of these areas, and and then obviously you you'll see with the graph that following the the technical work that you've done, you'll see the improvement hopefully. Yes, and
1: also you have ability to compare yourself versus other players in the same area. So, you know, uh, let's say in a comparison web, a, in a comparison, website, in a comparison uh, world, you have, uh, you know, a uh, couple of major players in Ukraine, you can then measure how they are doing, how you are doing. It won't uh, tell you much uh, about uh, the traffic, but uh, if you're using uh, the same players from the same industry very often you can kind of measure the distance
0: between you and them absolutely and that's something that obviously we track and you track it for yourself but you also track it for your clients and competitor analysis is such a, a, a big component of the, the whole industry really because it's a good tool to sort of say this is where you want to be and, and perhaps this is, is where you're heading um, in, in terms of, of our time which obviously you know is a, a bit limited by what we've got going on here I just wanted one final question really and I wanted to to sort of tie it up with the benchmark search conference obviously you're back in manchester in september joining us for third or fourth year i think now um mm-hmm. uh, what would you say that the attendees can expect to to learn from the conference and and do you yourself gain knowledge from the conference is there something that you look forward to hearing or you look forward to speakers or
1: um so first of all yeah this is the fourth time um uh, I'm, I'm more than grateful to be again part of this uh, fantastic event. Um, I think it's a conference organized by experts, by people who sometimes whole life, uh, 10, 20 years spent in online marketing. It's a conference and event where uh, people can not only listen about this or that, um, but also can ask questions to the speakers, ask questions during the panel, ask questions on the, you know, breaks, uh, after party, uh, understand what's going on with the industry, where the industry is moving. And, uh, you know, uh, some of them may be even overwhelmed about the number of information, but my colleague, who is also a CEO, always is saying, like, I'm going for a conference to learn two things and then implement that. And um, every conference she's going there just to, you know, uh, not try to jump on the, all the bandwagons and, and do everything yep. at the same time. Um, and it's Manchester, so you know, I personally don't need to fast with planes, uh, <laughs> security controls, passports, and all that stuff that I'm losing time and going like, you know, three hours to the airport and then fly one and a half hour. So you can imagine uh, how happy I am that I can take. That's it, it's uh, convenient for train. you.
0: Well, that's, yeah, a
1: uh... train and, uh, or they call this r- right now also. L- a liner, or L- something like that. Uh, on, the L- R-
0: yeah.
1: Yeah, I was on search uh, leads uh, to, to go uh, for first time, and yeah, plus he was as as good as on on click benchmark. So yeah, I'm just counting days, and and I will be very very excited to to arrive the day before. You know, walk around Manchester maybe, um, and then and then join. Uh, from
0: morning uh, next day uh, conference. Perfect, well uh, we look forward to having you at the conference and and obviously it's been uh, great speaking to you today.